Welcome to the Boss Life with Bonds podcast. I'm your host, Coach Bonnie, and I'm here to help you level up your mindset, your lifestyle, your career or business all the way up. That starts with your mind and your willingness to embody the most evolved and most expansive version of yourself. Each episode, I'll be diving into the topics you've been avoiding or that you didn't even know needed to be addressed. The topics that have created belief systems that have kept you stuck and that no longer serve you. I'm here to call you out on your BS so you can create a new mindset, a new vision, and ultimately a new life where you are the boss. Let's dive in. What's up and welcome back to another episode of The Boss Life with Bonds. I am your host, Coach Bonnie, and it is a Monday. So on Monday, we're going to talk about mindset stuff. And we kind of do this every day. Everything I talk about uh, somehow or another gets related back to mindset, unless it's a spirituality talk. But today, um, I want to start you guys off right with your week. I want to get you motivated. I want to get you hype. I want to get your, your vibrations high. I want to get your energy levels high. I want you to get excited about whatever it is that you are, whatever your personal goals are, whether they're fitness, whether they're business, whether they're like spiritual development, whatever it is, I want to get you hype and passionate about it. Why? Because if your heart isn't in it, it's going to be really hard for you to convince your mind to do so, uh, especially to my ladies. And that's who I'm always talking to. We are very emotionally driven. We are very uh, intuitive. And if it doesn't feel right, we do things off of feelings. And if it doesn't feel aligned, if it doesn't feel good, or if we don't feel like it's going to be worth it, then we're not going to do it. And so a lot of times I, I run into women who set these goals for themselves without any sort of like emotional attachment to it. Like, well, I, I want to lose weight. Well, I want to do this. And I'm like, well, why? And they're like, well, I don't know. I'm like, well, that there, or, or why, why do you feel like you need to lose 10 pounds? Or why do you feel like you need to be an entrepreneur? Or why, why, where did these thoughts come from? And what's the origin of them? But most of all, like, what is the feeling that you're hoping to get from it? And I think it's so interesting. I was having this conversation with, um, with one of my coaches. What's up, Coach Desiree? She is our head PT in Mind and Body Fitness right now. And I was telling her, you know, this is kind of like business related. I never wanted to niche down. Like I never wanted to say I only help this type of person. Like I evaded, I, I avoided that step of running an online business like the plague. And it has bit me in the ass so many times. But I was just so adamant about the fact that I want to help females level up their mindset through fitness and then whatever whatever opens up to them through us working together, I can support them in those next steps of their transition. I never wanted to narrow it down. And I had this epiphany last Friday, one that was a very painful epiphany, but it had a purpose. And I finally realized that my ego, my, my need to let everyone know that I'm multifaceted, my need to let everybody know I'm not just a fitness coach, my need to let everybody know that I can coach in all these different areas and I have all this these specialties, like that was my ego. And I looked at it, I was like, I have a team of women now that are like relying on me to run this business like an adult, like a profitable business. And what's gonna make the most sense is for me to be very decisive about the direction of the business moving forward. And so the reason why I bring that up is because I told I was venting to one of my coaches and I was going through this process and I was like, you know what? I know a lot of coaches that didn't niche down either like me and they 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 struggled with their business a lot. 
And I was like, I didn't really hear too much about the men. Men, they're, they're like, all right, I help uh, men, you know, I help busy dads get rid of the dad bod or I help this. Like everyone, so most of the men don't really have a hard time figuring out who they help. But for us women, from what I've seen, we have a very hard time making decisions. And that's something that I wanted to, that, that's what I want to harp in on today is women and our inability to commit or our reluctance to make decisions about things. And I was just wondering, like, why is that? Why do we always want someone else to choose for us? We want life to just put us where we need to be. We don't want to make that choice. We want we want the man, and I think that's kind of traditional, to pick us, to choose us. Um, we don't want to have to go searching for him. Makes sense. There's so many ways that you can see, or for food, forget about it. Women don't want to ever pick what they have to, to eat, right? We always want someone to pick the food for us. So I just, I thought it was so interesting and and I'm going to dig more into this and I'll probably do another podcast about it, but I just thought it was so peculiar that women have a hard time making decisions and not only making their own decisions, but sticking to their decisions. And obviously this isn't across the board. I'm not saying no woman out there knows how to make decisions. I'm not saying that no woman out there knows how to face her fears or raise her fears. I'm not saying that, but I am saying, I think it's a very interesting trend and I want to plant the seed in your head and help hope that you become more cognizant and that you become more aware of the fact that when it comes to what you want, right? Like I wanted a successful business. I wanted to grow. But the thing that I needed to do to grow, I wouldn't do out of fear. That's what it ultimately boils down to. I was afraid. I was afraid that if I went out there and said I only help moms, that I would only get a bunch of moms and I'd never be able to help the women who maybe weren't moms but had really big dreams and ambitions, right? I was afraid if I said I only help women with big dreams and ambitions lose weight or, you know, step into their next level self, that I would miss out on some of the women who are like, hey, I'm just happy living my normal life. I just want to lose some weight. Like, I was just so afraid. I was so afraid of excluding anybody that as a result, I ended up shooting myself in the foot and slowing down the growth of my business. Now, am I doing well? Like, I'm proud of how far the business has come. I'm proud of everything that I've done. Like, we've done a lot. And now that I have a team, like a solid team, like it, it, it's infinity and beyond. But I just look back at my fear kept me paralyzed. I was paralyzed in fear to make a decision. And anytime that I would make a decision, I would quickly pull it back. Like, nope, I know I'm scared. That doesn't feel good because it was different. Because I wasn't used to, to being this specific about what I wanted in my business. And so it was new and, and it was awkward. So I didn't stick with it. And so when I think of that story, or not when I think of that story. So that's my personal story with fears and um, not wanting to make decisions uh, that were holding me back from the thing that I wanted most. Ooh, excuse me. This morning, I was having a conversation with one of my longtime clients. She signed up with me like back in 2020. I remember we were at a Halloween party and she looked at me and she goes, hey, how much do you cost? Like, I'm tired of this shit. And I was like, okay. And back then I was like hella cheap, but I was still scared. I was so scared to tell her because she had been an old coworker and I didn't want her to judge me for my prices. So I gave her a much lower price than I gave normal people. And she's been with me pretty tough. I think at one point I did upgrade her so that she could get a little bit more one-on-one. She started to see amazing results and then um, you know life happened and I ended up making a membership area for my fitness clients and I moved her down to that and needless to say she did not benefit from 
moving down. She did not benefit from losing uh, the one-on-one -on -one coaching. She, it actually suffered. So we talked about this this weekend. I was like, hey, I miss when you were like this. I miss when you were making progress. How can I support you? What needs to be done? And she said, you know, I was literally just thinking I need to reach out to you to upgrade to one-on-one -on -one again. I'm just afraid to ask how much the price is. And when she said that, like it stung me because I thought about how afraid we are. We're afraid to ask for things because why? Right? I told you why I was afraid. I thought I was gonna I was gonna miss out on something. So it's a lot of FOMO, right? Our fears are our fear of missing out. We 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 our, our fear that well in hers it probably isn't so much FOMO, <laughs> but it, it kind of is. When we have this fear that if I make this decision that something bad will happen to me, so I'm not going to make it, even though the decision that I need to make is what is going to end the something bad that I am already experiencing. And this is not, she's not alone on this. There are countless women and maybe even you who know that, hey, this is where I want to be. This is where I am. This is what I have to do to get to where I want to be, but I'm afraid. And I was going to make a post on this, but I don't want to sound mean. It was going to be one of my tough love posts. But it's like when when women message me and I'm like, what's going on? And they're like, I don't like the way I feel. I feel fat. And I'm like, OK, well, well, what do you want to do about it? They're like, I want to lose weight. I'm like, OK, let's get started. And they're like, I'm afraid. So what I hear is I, I'm more I'd rather be fat. Or I'd rather be. Yeah, like I, I care more about being uh, uh, afraid that I do fixing this problem. Like it made sense in my head and that's probably why I didn't post it because it was going to sound really mean. Oh, there it was. It was like, I'd rather be fat than be afraid. That's what I heard when she said that. I'm I'm overweight and I, and I want to fix my problem and I feel fat. I hate the way I look in the mirror, but I'm afraid to do something about it. And so it just really breaks my heart when I think about how many women are in similar situations where they want something so bad. They want something for themselves, but they're afraid to take action. And so today it's going to be like, like kind of a little mini workshop. I want you to grab a piece of paper, grab a notebook. Um, you can pause this if you're listening to a replay of the podcast. Uh, you can replay this again at some point, but I want you to grab a piece of paper and I want you to write down the at least three things and circle one, but three things that you want really, really badly right now. Like it could be a physical goal. It could be a relationship goal, uh, something, anything, something that you really, really want right now. But that and maybe you don't even talk about it. Maybe you don't even say anything about it because you're afraid to admit that that's what you want. So do yourself a favor, write down three things that you really want. And then the one that you're going to circle is the one that you want the absolute most. The one that is keeping you up at night. The one that is making you embarrassed, ashamed, frustrated with yourself, whatever. And once you have that, now I want you to make a list for each one about what is keeping you from having that. And I don't want it to be, I want you to be real with yourself. Have this tough conversation with yourself because the only person, the only thing that's keeping you from it is you. It's not your kids. It's not your job. It's not your significant other. It is you because you are powerful beyond measure. You can become resourceful and, and find means for yourself. You can manage your time better and find more time for yourself unless you're a newborn mom which is, or like a mom with a newborn. Like take care of your baby and then circle back to a uh, weight loss goal. But for all of us, I want you to be real with yourself. Make a list of the things that are keeping you from having what you want the most, right? For some of you, it's fear is probably going to be the number one thing. I'm afraid. Some of you will say that it's money, to which I'm going to remind y'all how I feel about that whole money thing. Like money is an abundant resource that is always available for us when we really want something. 
I like to use the analogy that if I told you I was a few weeks ago, I was screaming, oh, gosh, I'm hurting, I'm hurting. And my friend is like, hey, I have an all expense paid trip to Cabo for you. You just need to find a babysitter or just find a flight. And I was like, done. Boom. I magically found a way to get out there. And that's how most of us are. Like my dog right here, Luna. Love Luna. I could be struggling, right? Like I could not have a lot of money. But if Luna's sick, I'm going to find the money to get her to the doctor. So when people tell me that, hey, I have this problem that I want to solve, but money is the issue. It's not that money is the issue. It's that you're allowing it to be the issue. It's that you're going you're gonna to hide behind that so that you can feel justified for not taking action. Because it's a lot easier to blame an external circumstance than it is to, to look within and realize, hey, I'm the one holding me back my inability to commit, my inability or, or resistance or reluctance to make a decision is the reason why I'm still in this situation. And I want to let you in on a little secret. The one thing that you need to do to be the game changer is literally just make a decision. I made a decision back in November. I remember to the date, November 14th, 2020, I made a decision that I didn't want to be broke anymore. I made a decision when I got the notification on my phone from Chase Business that my business account was in negatives and I threw my phone on the floor and I said, never again. No, like I'm tired of this. I'm changing. I'm raising my standards for myself. For myself, before I was a business owner, fine. If I want the negatives, that's whatever. Like I'll put it back. I'm a waitress. I'll go make a couple stacks this weekend and fix it. But as a business owner, no, that's not the standard that I want to live by. I don't want to be living on the edge. I don't want to be down here. It was a decision. And because I made a decision, I started to align my actions and start to move in the direction of that decision that I made. And so ask yourself, is it really a fear? Is it really a lack of resources? Or is it really just me not making the decision to commit? And I'm going to wrap it up like this. (sighs) Your standards. I know I talked a lot about our fear is what holds us back, but for most of us, it boils down to our standards. The standards that we have for ourselves are very, very, very low. Think about this and ask yourself this. When it comes to how well I take care of my body, sleeping, eating, drinking water, how are we doing there? I'm going to take a bite of my breakfast, my second breakfast, by the way. Some of you may think, well, I have a nice car. Well, my hair is always done. My nails are done. So I have high standards. Honey, that's not high standards. That's just superficiality. I don't have a problem with any of those things. But I don't think that that means that you have nice standards because your hair and your nails are done. I think that's the bare minimum as a human being, as a professional, as an adult that walks outside the house. Okay, let's get deeper. What are the standards that you have for your mind? Do you have any sort of like filter between what you allow into your mind? Do you just listen to any kind of music all the time? Do you just watch any kind of movies all the time? Do you have conversations and hang out around people who are not good for you, who don't have the same goals as you, who aren't as passionate about becoming better than they were yesterday as you? Because if you don't, then that means that you have low standards for yourself. Do you make sure that you get enough water every day or at least try to? No? Okay, so your standards for for hydration are low. Do you make sure that you get healthy meals and that you nourish your body with proteins, vegetables, whole grains, stuff like that? No, that means there's a low standard. Do you make sure that you get up and that you walk? I know I'm using all physical ones, but I'm gonna get to some other ones too. Do you make sure that you get a certain amount of steps in? Do you make sure that you move? Do you make sure that you exercise weekly? No? Okay, so I want you to ask yourself, when am I gonna start to raise the standards of what's acceptable? Because we can write down on lists all day long, all the things that we want. 
and and all the reasons why we think we can't have them and all of our fears we can do all that stuff and it's great and i love you and i'm here for it however until you start to dis- until you decide that this is the standard that i want to be living at and and you raise to meet yourself there you're going to continue to repeat more of the same and on standards the first thing that comes to mind is when i was a little girl and my mom she spends so much money now but when we were younger she didn't like to spend a lot of money and I remember my sister and her got into this fight about this can opener because my the can opener broke and my sister couldn't do anything or something. And she was so mad because it was like a dollar store can opener. It was this flimsy thing and my sister was hungry and she couldn't get in and she was so mad at my mom for buying this cheap can opener. And it's like, my sister is the one that she, she will, she, she's said it my whole life. Like, I will gladly pay for convenience. I will pay for the better things. Like, like tolls, she's like, I will gladly pay for tolls if it me- it's convenient, right? And so she's the type of person that would go pay for a $30 can opener if it means she never has to struggle with the little cheap flimsy can opener. Whereas my mom, for the longest, she used to be the woman that's like, ah, I'll just get a dollar one and replace it when it's done. A dollar, replace, replace it. And so I see that a lot with women when it comes to them uh, buying products or investing in themselves. They think investing in themselves is attending a free masterclass or investing in themselves is finding the easiest, cheapest, um, most accessible option. Um, let's say something like a membership, and I'm not knocking memberships, I have one. But you guys have to pay attention to, is this for me, Right? I, there are things that I want to be a part of, things that can help me grow to the next level. And when I'm looking for them, I'm not looking for the cheapest one. I'm looking for the one that aligns most with where I want to be, where I want to go. I know I bring up Toastmasters a lot, but I go to the Winter Park Toastmasters for a reason. When I started looking around Orlando and looking at other clubs, I think the closest one to me had like four members. And I'm like, well, I'm already a pretty good speaker. And if I'm only going to have four people critiquing me, that's not really going to take me to the level I want to go to. So I looked up the Winter Park one and I knew that my friend went there and I've seen the videos and the pictures of when he would go there and I saw how everybody was in dress coat, like everyone is dressed up and it just looked really legit legit and official. And I had not ever needed to really dress up for work. I'd been a waitress most of my life, uh, besides working at Hilton for a little bit. And then I was an in-person trainer in the gyms. So when I saw that this was the club that like, I'm like, first of all, they got like 20 plus 30 people there every single week. Everybody's dressed up. Like that's the one that's going to challenge me. And guess what? Most of the other clubs around town, they're free. You don't have to pay to go there. Our club, $7 a week plus biannual dues. That means twice a year you're paying, you know, the amount to, to be part of the club. And guess what? It's worth it. Since I've been in this club, I've grown so much. Since I've been around these people, I've grown so much. Since I've been surrounded by people who are better at speaking than I am, who are been business owners longer than me, have been professionals longer than me, I am naturally raising my standards. Every week I am facing my fears. And it wasn't because I looked and found, well, which club's free? And I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad right now who's in a a situation financially that's less than ideal. But what I am saying is that when it comes to you, when it comes to your goals, when it comes to the things that you want most, sis, I am begging you, please stop looking for the cheapest, easiest, most convenient way out. You are subconsciously telling yourself that I am not worth anything more than this. And uh, don't take this personally, like anybody from any other Toastmasters club. I was just using that as an illustration for Jesus, Lord. (laughs) But seriously, think about that. Think about the message that you're conveying to yourself with the actions that you do.
And I will end with this. Until something is a need for you, it will always be based off of what is most convenient. Until something is a need for you, you will not go out of your way to make the sacrifice to get it. And if you're not willing to sacrifice for the things that you want, you won't have them. You won't. You will have a cheap version of it. You will have a substitute version of it. But at the end of the day, the thing that you're working to obtain is never usually a, um, it's not usually a thing. It's the feeling that you want. I'm going to say that again. The thing that you want most, it's not usually a thing that you want. It's the feeling that you think that you're going to get from it. One of the biggest struggles I had in becoming a business owner was that money doesn't motivate me the way that it does other people. Like, oh, I got to get rich. I got to get sex. Like that never motivated me. I don't know why. Probably growing up and seeing family members and um, struggle with money. But for me, my motivation has always been the feeling that I'll get when I'm on a coaching call and I can hear a client get a breakthrough. The feeling that I get when I get a text message from a mom who's like, I finally lost those extra 10 pounds. The feeling that I get when I get to help someone. So the impact for me was way more of a driving force than the income. And so when coaches would be like, Bonnie, what is your financial goal? What do you want to make? What do you want to make? I was like, I just want to make, I'm going to help people. I don't know. But what helped me was that I had to stop thinking about the thing and start thinking about the feeling because I'm a woman. Like I said in the very beginning where I started this whole podcast episode is that we are emotionally driven. So if I can focus on the feeling that I want to attain, maybe it's the feeling of being used um, and walking in my calling and my gifting. Maybe it's the feeling of, of, of helping someone. Maybe it's accomplishment. Whatever it is, when I can connect to that feeling, now I have the motivation. Now fears don't matter because I'm so focused on the feeling that the fear is this small. The fear is now this small. When I'm more focused on the feeling that I want to attain, my standards naturally raise. When I decided that I wanted to be a better speaker, the feeling that I wanted to feel, I didn't care about all the trophies that I was getting. I wanted to feel accomplished. I wanted to feel confident when I was up there. And so even though it was scary for me, it's still scary for me. Every week, I'm president of the club and I still, when they're like, let's present Bonnie, I'm still in my stomach a little bit like like twitching, right? But I do it anyways, because when I'm done with the meeting, it's like, wow, I did another hard thing. And so ladies, I know I come off very strong. I know I drop the F-bomb a lot. I'm working on it. But if I do, it's because I literally, like I know where you're at because I've been there. I know what it's like to look and see something that you want for yourself, but you have fears. I know what it's like to look and see something that you want for yourself, but your standards don't match where you're trying to go. And as long as your standards are way down here, right, and your fears are way up here, it's gonna be off. You have to get to the point where you decide that my standards are more important than my fears. My standards for my living, my the way that I act, the people that I hang around, the things that I do, the conversations that I'm willing to partake in, the places that I'm willing to go. When your standards raise, mama, everything else falls into place. So if you're just hopping on, I did a, I did like a little exercise. I, I asked the ladies to make a list of the top three things that they would want most and then circle two, circle, or sorry, circle one thing that you really, really, really want so much. And I want you to write down what you believe is keeping you from having it. And you don't get to put anybody else. You don't get to put your kids. You don't get to put your husband and you don't get to put money. 
You know why you don't get to put money? Because money is a resource that we will always find for the things that we need. We don't have money, but we will always find ways to go to brunch with our friends if we need to. I talked to a client this weekend and and I sent her a post and she said, thanks for calling me out. I will always move around money to go hang out with my sisters when they want to do something, even though I didn't have the money to. So Please, when you write down what you want most, don't put money because we will people please till we're blue in the face for other people. We will go broke for other people. We will we will wear ourselves out and sign up for things for other people. But when it comes to us, we're never willing to take that extra step. So you don't get to put money on the list of the reasons why you don't have what you really want most. Just saying. So again, I'll leave with this. What you allow will continue. What are you allowing to continue that is keeping you from what you want the most? Ladies, thank you so much for tuning in. What's up, Jennifer, Lauren, Tierra, Nicole? Freaking love you, ladies. Jackie, Katie, Susie, what up, girl? Thank you guys for popping in today. I'm gonna wrap it up. I got a team meeting with Mind and Body. Uh, if you are enjoying the podcast, do me a favor and subscribe or follow, whether you're on iTunes or Spotify. Uh, you can, losing my mind right now. You can screenshot this and share it to your story and tag me at Coach Bond on Instagram or just leave a review. That helps the podcast so much. And my goal before the end of this year is to get back to doing multiple episodes a week because about three people have messaged me and told me they're all caught up. And I'm like, oh, snap, you're caught up on the podcast. Let me get it together. So uh, love you, ladies. Hope that you have an amazing week. If this message spoke to you and you're like, I don't know how to get from this position of feeling stuck. I don't know how to get out of this. That's literally what I help women do. Shoot me a DM. We'll chat. Have the best day of your entire life, ladies. I love you to the moon and back. Peace.